Let's do this. Yesterday we had the Super Bowl. Scared me. Yesterday we had the Super Bowl, but that's not even the craziest thing that happened this weekend because we had number one, four, six, eleven, twelve, seventeen, twenty, twenty-one, and twenty-four, and Texas today all go down. We are now under a month away from Selection Sunday. Four weeks, baby. Shit is hitting the fan. We're here to clean it up. Since. A lot of you may be new listeners since the NFL season has come to a close. Now you're switching to college basketball. We're going to fill you all in. We're going to tier our teams again. And, uh, yeah, we're not going to go over the games, really, that happened this past weekend. But we're going to give you our OP polls, which this week are special because they are our top ten teams that we think are right now, like I guess, just on the season in yeah. general, the top ten best teams If Selection in the Sunday was today. Right, so like, let's say somebody you thinks. In the most? Let's say somebody thinks that Purdue is still the best team in the nation. They'll keep them at one and not punish them for their loss in Northwestern this weekend. Because in four weeks, when we look back, and we're like, "Oh yeah, this loss doesn't mean anything." So that's basically where we're going off of. Like in f- four weeks from now, what do, what do we think will be the top ten teams? I guess or three so, weeks from now. So without further ado, let's getting. Let's get into our OP polls. Number one, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Two, Houston. Four or three, I'm gonna go. I have Kansas Purdue, but I'm gonna go Purdue, Kansas. Then five, Tennessee, six, UCLA, seven, Virginia, eight, Arizona, nine, Texas, and ten, Baylor. Obviously, there are some teams that I've debated debated on putting into my top ten. A lot of these people a lot of these teams are like on the same tier for me as how good they are. So, but as of now, my top ten in college basketball, there it is. Mm-hmm. I, my podcast, I can do it. I want. I did eleven teams. Couldn't couldn't decide. Yeah. Couldn't decide. <laughs> um, I did eleven. So deal with it. Um, I'll go. Uh, Bama one. I got a hot take in here too. So you guys buck, it. buckle Love up. It. A couple of them actually. Okay, Bama one, <laughs> Purdue two. Uh, Houston three, uh, Baylor at four, with JTT back. Uh, yeah. UCLA five, Kansas six, Creighton seven, Texas eight, Arizona nine, Virginia ten, Tennessee eleven. Here's Creighton the thing: is in the top with, ten with Baylor and Creighton. I mean, you could yeah easily make an argument with JTT back. What was it that Rossine tweeted? How 
how much of a huge addition that is getting JTT back. Then obviously That's Creighton, Creighton just playing elite basketball right now. So I mean, we'll obviously get into our tier talk, but yeah, I mean, I get what he mean. I I mean Baylor is eleven and one in their last twelve, and their only loss is on the road at Texas. So I mean they're they're, I mean, they're covering every game for me. Like they're just dominating. So I mean obviously, and then I I think Creighton is. Ken Palm loves Creighton too, doesn't he? They they have a ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah. I just think they're with Calc Brenner. They're back to what they were at the beginning of the year. I right. mean, I don't think he he didn't miss as many games as you think, but just him in and out of the lineup, it was like weird. Um, yeah, he only missed three games, but then there was he just wasn't like fully back. It just was weird. And now that he's kind of back healthy, they're they're rolling right now. They've won the la- like their last like ten. Nine. They won their last nine, and before that, at they lost at UConn at Xavier back to back, both single digit games. So I mean, they they're playing like one of the best teams in the country right now. I think. Yeah, it's a good point. If you just like, obviously you can't ignore it, but if you just ignore that six game losing streak they had, it'd be probably the top three team. Which obviously you can't just take that away because it's part of the season. You do that with any team, but yeah, it's fair. All right. My turn. Uh, number one, I have Houston. Two, Bama. Three, I have Baylor. Four, Purdue. Five, Tennessee. Six, Kansas. Seven, Texas. Eight, Arizona. Nine, UCLA. Ten, Kansas State. K State. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have K State. I yeah. didn't have K State. Yeah, so yeah, I, I had Virginia instead. Do you have Virginia? Hey, look, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I almost put TCU in too, just because when they have when they were healthy, they were playing phenomenal. Yeah, I mean they they didn't even have they didn't even have everyone this week, and they almost beat Baylor. Baylor yeah, it's just yeah, Baylor, yeah. you can't take anything away from them because they're unhealthy or not. When they were healthy, they had a, they had a really good run there. So yeah, I mean, so I yeah, TCU is right up there too. They're going to be a dangerous tournament yeah. team. So I mean, that's what we'll get into though right now. But well, I hope they keep actually, losing this week. Logan has his box of chocolates power rankings. We said they're coming out. They're coming out right now. I forgot to put it as a button, so I'll just try to do my best Forrest Gump impression. But my mama said, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You easily could have just pulled it over your phone. <laughs> yeah, I could have, yeah. This is going to be a, a very different than you guys are probably expecting because it's off mine. It's what I do. How I look at it. It's, it's not 1 to 10. It's like... I got a, I got ten of them. You put them kind of how you want because it's kind of hard to put. But yeah, okay. Try, try to so try one. to put them in order a little bit. Okay, fuck. And that's gonna be a lot harder. Okay, fine. I'll go number one. Nebraska when they're not when they're not home as an underdog. <laughs> Dude, what's his name? Is good great start. Balling. Five and two as home underdogs, and I've taken the last three. What's his and name? Tommy Naga. I don't know. How to- but Have you seen his run he's on? No. Tomanaga, yeah, it's Logan. a fucking tear. It's Logan, like 20 is your, points tall. Is your box of chocolates just strictly off betting? Kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't Tominaga, matter. Tominaga, he had 22 against Wisconsin. He made five threes. In the last three Big Ten games, 76 points he scored. In three games, <laughs> yeah, Luke told me that yesterday. It's I'm just like, tear. I'm just like, whatever. It's <laughs> Tommy Naga. <laughs> okay, uh, then I'm gonna go number four. Iowa State on the road. Yeah, 
I had it at four. I feel but like you know what you're getting. It's just not good. <laughs> no, because like I feel like you could still kind of be scared of it, but <laughs> never know. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, let's go. The Big Ten besides Purdue. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. Know. Great poll. That was a great yeah. answer. Yeah. So I I saw it today. I don't know who it was. They tweeted some. I don't know what team it was either. They said they're like. Not, they're like unbelievable in the last how many in the Big Ten. And it's like Indiana. They're like nine and one in the last oh, yeah, ten yeah. Big Ten games. And like, and then in parentheses, very impressive in the Big Ten to go nine and one. And unless you're outside of Purdue, it's I like it's impossible. So many of the game, so many of those games are so close, though, or right. they're just insanely low scoring. Yeah. So it's but it's like that's insane to have even a stretch where you're like seven and five. <laughs> it's like oh my god, they're rolling. Okay, next. Gonzaga with a 10 or lower spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, if you're getting 10 points, Gonzaga game in the, what is it, Mountain West or whatever, yeah, it's kind of no. locked. Uh, West Coast. My, um, what, yeah, West, West Coast, Coast Conference. Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain West. Yeah, My description for that one was, I thought this was a good idea, and I lost three Gonzaga bets in a row. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, they're back, they're back, they're back. They're never, mm. they're just not. <laughs> they're just not. Well, they, they but now they're me. starting to win. They covered for me at uh, San Francisco. Yeah, it's like now they're starting to win. Yeah, yeah. Like beat beat up on teams. It's they just had a little stretch. Okay, next, Kansas at home with a ten to seven point spread. They will win by three or less. <laughs> yeah, it basically sums up my betting but they, loss. But they don't. They don't get. Uh, they don't get those anymore. Yeah, because they lost. A, exactly. They dropped like three though that three game skid they had, and then obviously here and there throwing a loss. So now they don't get those big spreads anymore. Who they who yep. they play? They had a close spread with, and they just beat them by like thirty. Was it like? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Forget it. But yeah, keep going. Uh, I think this is actually a really good one. K State maybe. Tennessee. Yeah, that definitely. they should be number yeah, one. That's that's uh that's <laughs> yeah. The, that's the definition. It's hard. It's hard to organize. Here's these, the, here's the thing hard. with they lose on two buzzer beaters. If they win those two games, they're probably ranked two right now. Number one, maybe probably. one, yeah. maybe one. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go. Granted, it was Vandy. They should not have been in a buzzer beater situation against Vandy, but next, I'm gonna go UConn. Yeah, this is weird, but it's kind of like it kind of. You go. Betting on them scares you, because like, I don't, I don't the, bet on you. The thing with UConn is that they're really good, then they were bad, and now then they're like they're good now. But are they good? We just don't. We like, what are they? I don't know. The Big East is actually like so. The Big East to start the year was so bad. Like there was Creighton, but then they started losing. It was pretty much Xavier. And that's it. Oh, and then UConn obviously. But then once they started playing their conference. They start losing, so it's like it's pretty much just savior. Now the Big East is actually like Loki, really freaking good. Mm-hmm. This conference that just completely spun spun around. Okay, now I'm gonna go. This one's funny. This one's kind of just funny. Actually, I'm gonna go this one instead. I'll I'll, t- I'll save that one for last. Oregon. Oh yeah, they, they can beat anyone. Yeah, exactly. That's that. It's just like. You never know. Like, if you bet on it, like, you just, you get scared. Like, if you play in Oregon, it's always a close spread. It's just fucking weird. It's a weird, yeah. weird time playing Oregon. When you see Oregon as a dog, it's like, that's a money line dog, potentially. 
Especially and, when they're at home. In that UCLA game, they were winning at, by three at half. They ended up getting down like 15 or 20 at one point yeah, in the second half. So right it's too. like, how does that just, how do you just completely collapse at home that badly? Mm-hmm. This is the funny, actually, I'm going to go, yeah. Because I took one of them out. I don't really like it anymore. So, but everybody on North Carolina besides Big Cat. Yeah, yeah, and even Baycott, Baycott tonight, like, just looked like shit. Um, who's a just insanely Bad strong man. player for uh, the U? I'm blanking oh, on Omir. Yeah, he. Oh, like so. Chad Omir. Baycott gets Baycott gets one foul, or I think he got like his second foul, and I go, he's gonna foul out. Then literally within like five possessions, he gets to his fourth foul, and he has to get benched with like 16 minutes left. And I'm like, it's just he. Was just useless out there. I mean, just, and then he ended up falling out. Yeah, yeah. And the, their offense is so hard to watch. It's unbelievable. It's just running off like hand off like three man weave kind of deal. But then other teams just hedge it, and then they just end up back back drilling all the way to half court, and now they just do it again. It's it's the worst. If they don't yeah. get a shot off right away, it's that's what I was gonna say. Like that, if yeah. you watch if you watch today's game, if they didn't. It's they're either putting up a shot within the first five seconds of the shot clock or not until there's zero seconds left on the shot clock. It was absolutely ridiculous. And yeah. Miami's not no fucking defensive powerhouse. Yep. Um, this last one's weird. It's really weird. Oklahoma. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, but I swear, every time they're home, their spreads are two, three seven against top five teams. No, it, yeah, it's weird. And they always play teams close. They do, and then they'll, but they'll also lose by a million. Yeah, like, they'll play them close, and then it just, like, goes away. It's weird how every game they play, though, I feel like the spread is two to, like, two to five. Yeah, they get, some of their losses this year are bad. Like, it's no, just like, like this sums it up perfectly. I'll give you, I'll give you the, I'll give you a little, uh, Rundown of their last how many games? <laughs> I'm looking at Luke's Ken Palm sheet right now. It's, yeah, this is gonna be hilarious. so. They've lost seven of the last eight, but so they they get they lose Baylor close, get smoked by TCU by thirty, beat Alabama by like ten or thirty. That's what I'm saying. And then lose to Oklahoma State, West Virginia by thirty, Baylor Kansas by thirty again. It's like what the hell. But they still somehow get like close friends. First game of the year, they lose to Sam Houston. Like it's just little shit like that. It's like, what are we? What's going on? All right, that was ten, but I have a players one too. Oh boy. Okay. It's there's not a lot, but you guys can add to this. But let me just. I got four of them here. Wendell Green. Yeah, I haven't watched much Auburn, but I can just tell he's. Just he is, he's the same Wendell Green as last year. He can bury you exactly. In my eyes, that Bama Auburn game. Auburn should have won that game. And then Wendell Green started just doing Wendell Green things and just buried him. Okay, but also I feel like he's just the definition of box hog because he'll have the ball one play or like two, three plays in a row. He'll just go crazy, like three threes, and he'll have 20 points. End of the game comes around, or even middle of the game, then he has a three, three fucking possessions in a row where he just turns the ball over, forgets how to dribble, or just yeah. doesn't know how to pass. Well, like, he remember just, Auburn skid last year? Like in – it was kind of near the end of the season, wasn't it? And, like, you'd have Wendell Green with the ball in his hands with, like, time running out, and it's like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Yep. Here come, here yeah, you just knew it. Three. Uh, number two, 
Gonzaga's guards. Yeah, Gonzaga's thank guards. you. I like That's fucking perfect. I was telling Jag about receiver bold, and I'm like, he, like he had like good like two game stretch. I don't know. We were like watching Gonzaga play some teams, and I'm, and Bold was like hitting his threes and shit, and like I don't know. It's just not. Just don't get used to that. And it's not like he'll have, like, bad games. He'll have games where he'll score zero or two. Yeah. And then he'll pop off for, like, 20. Yeah. it's And same as – it's the same with uh, – um, what's his name? Oh, my God. Nolan Heckman. It's, like, the same shit. Heckman's not really necessarily a scorer, but it's it, it's crazy. Yeah. Next, Virginia's bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly McNeely and Vanderpool. Well, those are the two that play. They play like seven yeah. deep. So yeah, yeah. And then four, just because kind of originated with these this team, this guy, Jelly JQ. So I had to put him in there because it's kind of yeah. where this all came from. It's Jelly JQ award. Um, trying to think like I'm trying to think of other ones. Anybody on Kentucky? Yeah. I think there's bad. Yeah, but you'll see, like, you'll, see, like, Case, Duke. you'll see Case and Wallace. <laughs> oh, Duke's get, just bad. You'll see Case and Wallace get either twenty or five. Yeah. Um, Could say Roach. One. Arizona is you just yeah. Roach is a good one. Arizona would have been a good one for your team. Yeah. Team yeah. One. But they're just, like they're bad, like bad teams. I guess they have like three losses though, and like the bad teams, be, bad teams beat them. It's weird. Bad teams, bad beat teams them, but it's like yeah, that's like kind of why you could do it. But they still only have three losses, and they handle the good teams so. Yeah, I'm, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's pretty much it. I think you kind of covered it. I'm trying to think of players right now, and I just can't off the top of my head. Yeah, but anyway, we're gonna get into the tier talk. Yeah. All right, let's start off with our contenders. Obviously, you want to hear about the good teams first. Um, so let's just start off with Alabama. There's really like nothing bad you can say about them. They can just absolutely humiliate teams on any given night. Um. I mean, they have great wins, and they have the biggest type of dandy, baby, Brandon Miller. Um, yeah, I mean, top to bottom, their team's fucking awesome. They're 20 million times better than what their team was last year, and, uh, yeah, they're they're just fucking awesome. Yeah, the difference between this year and that, they defend. Like last year, it was just like run, 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 and that was it. Like their defense last year is ninety two, offense eighteen. This year, yeah. the jump they made, defense is six, better than their offense. So that's like the biggest thing with, um, Bama and, like two years ago, like Nate, Nate Oates has like this program. It's unbelievable because two years ago they won the SEC. I think and they were like a number two seed in the tournament. And yeah, then last year they obviously had a pretty dang good year still. And then this year it's unbelievable. Like, they're just turning into powerhouse their team like wasn't like the best last year but they'd beat great yeah, teams they're, they're just they were just super athletic and long just like this year but these guys are just more talented i think basketball take way smarter the, shots to be 12 and 0 in the sec is so like impressive it's phenomenal i mean like, i didn't realize that until they beat auburn yeah there's no reason any team should be undefeated in conference play between but any conference I mean, and even like yeah. even with their scares too, they find a way to win. So that's what you want, yeah. yeah. If you can find a way to win in those close, tight games, it's. Dude, I just find it crazy. Like offense, like you just said, thirteen defense, they're six. Adjusted tempo too, so they're playing fast, so that's hard to stop. Their strength of schedule is eight, nine, and ten for efficiency margin, offense and defense. 
and they're still 12 and 0 in there. They have three losses and they're 12 and 0 in the SEC. No, like all those are top 15 yeah. in the of, like, nation. They're one of the best defense teams in the country while, while they run like play. Fast. Which is crazy. Well, that's what that's the crazy thing. You're a top 10 in defense and you are top two in pace or tempo. What like that's insane. That means you're getting stops yeah, look, and running. Because if you look at this, Luke, it's Tennessee's number one in defense. They're 245 in tempo. Rutgers are two in defense, 240 in tempo. UCLA is three in defense, 256. Mississippi State, four, 327. Oklahoma State, five, 154. Then it's Bama. And then St. Mary's is seven and 360. Houston's eight and 348. None of these teams touch the 50s until TCU and Kansas State are 23. Oh, wait, they're 19 and 20 in defense. Yeah, every top t- defense, if you just look at it, is it's crazy. It, they're not even. There's one team that touches the 40s, and it's BYU, who is 36. Yeah, like it's it, it's insane that it it doesn't. That's not like a that's not at all like what how it should be. If you're a really yeah, defensive like team, you're not uh, That means you're turn getting turnovers, getting stops, getting runouts. I found one team within the 30s, and they're 300, like, no, they're 70 in defense, and they're 328 in, like, or 71 in defense, and they're 63 in tempo or something. Yeah. One of those things. I don't know. Very far down. Uh, Next, we have Houston. They're fifth in offense, eighth in defense. They're, yeah, I mean, they had hiccups at Temple. They've had some close games in their division, but still, I mean, it's, they're just another one of those teams that they can just win so many different ways. Like even even saying like how their adjusted tempo is three forty eighth in the nation, they can still put up eighty ninety yeah, easily. Sure. Like it's sure. fucking crazy. That's where the efficiency comes in. They're efficient right. with it because like offense efficiency has nothing to do with how many points you score. Yeah, it's how yeah. Like, right, yeah. But I mean, the biggest like just looking at like their Ken Palm numbers, average possession length for like. Teams that play against them is they're three forty five, so they make you play. They play defense and make you run a whole possession of offense and get a good shot. And you might not get a good look. That's probably what, that's why they're doing so good because you start to get down the end, and you start scrambling, and then you have to throw up a shot or bad shots because you think you got you like pressure. I don't know. It's just they're 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 really good. I mean, nothing you can say about it. They have good wins too. It's not like they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. I fucking obviously this is my team, so I'm gonna say great things about them. But they have the best defense in the in my eyes when I watch like I test. I I think Houston has the best defense. Iowa State is probably right next to them just because they're in your shit the whole possession, physical as fuck defense. And that that in a tournament you run to that in a tournament after playing three games in a fast time and you play a really physical and fast defense. It's tough to stop. That's why they're always good in the tournament because their defense is so good. They're gonna beat up. And I was just gonna I was gonna ask this. You guys brought up are we gonna say like who we think's gonna win at all, like one unit on them right now? We'll do uh final four at the end. At the end? Okay. Should we? You know, yeah, prediction. Sure. What we think. Uh next team? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with Purdue. Uh yeah, so of late, they've had like their guards have been their last what was it, two two or three games, their guards have been kind of struggling. I still believe in them. I mean they have the player of the year. They're much better than last year. Matt Painter's a fucking genius. I mean, they're, they, uh, 
loot. They're of late. They're not so good, but they're still just running through the fucking Big Ten, which is insanely hard to do. They're great basketball. I wish I had more to say about them, but, I mean, that's, like, these top three teams, like, that's all you can really say is, like, they're just good at everything. Yeah, I, I love Purdue just because Zach Eady is unstoppable. Like, he's different than, like, past player of the years. Like, like Garza was really, really good, but you could – I mean, he would just put up points, obviously, but Zach Eady, something about him, he's literally unguardable. It's, like, insane. You can't double him. You can't do anything because he'll hit a post He'll hit a post hook from the basically the free throw line. Well, and Zach Eady plays defense. Yeah, and he's a good defense. Like, yeah. he, he's just – the Purdue in general plays defense. Yeah. They're 23 in defense. Like I'm just saying, like, compared to Garza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the difference between, like, the past Purdue teams is this, on the defensive end. They're getting it done. Um, and they're getting obviously on offense. You have the best player in the country, and then you add in like you're defending really well too. It's oh, I, it's crazy. Well, yeah, in the um, background, tell them to shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're playing we and they're you know sitting back, you know, keep going, throwing them down. Yeah, but um, I fucking I don't like watching Purdue play. So, but they're really good. That's the only definition. That's the only way I can talk about them. <laughs> I don't like watching. They're so like they're, they're not so fun. Good. I don't like watching them play. Except for they have the best three point shooter in college basketball. Gillis. No, no, <laughs> one game. <laughs> okay. Nobody take that seriously, please. He does shoot forty percent. It's pretty eight good. threes in a game. He's eight threes in a game. Yeah, I mean, shooting efficient forty percent. That's another thing. Like they're they're they get good shots because when you have Zach Eady, you got to. Everything's attention on him. Everyone's got to be watching him at some point. You got to be know where he's at to bring doubles, and they just move so well off the ball with that yeah, shooters. Also, turn. it's like you got a guy shooting 34 from three, 41, 33, 40, 32, 31 with Zach Eady throwing, kicking it out to those guys. It's like kind of uh, a recipe, uh, recipe for success right there. Brayden Smith is like just the – 88 from the line, 47 from, from two, and 40, 41, 42 from three. Yeah, that's crazy. There goes wow. Luke, sucking his dick. That, that's really good. Is that not really good? It's very good. And then let's go to the other freshman. Like Fletcher Lawyer shoots 82 from the line, 43 from two, and 34 from three, but he shoots obviously the higher volume from three. And we're those are they're freshmen. They're doing like, this. We've been talking about all these guys on the team. We haven't even brought up Ethan Morton yet. Yeah, I mean, he's just the glue guy. Ethan Morton. He's, he, it's funny, though, because he's used in less than 12% of twelve percent of possessions. Yeah. I mean, but he, he gives good fucking minutes. Yeah. The I, fact that Zach Eady is shooting 62% from the fucking two-point is... And he, yeah, and, and we said it last. He's 274 from the line. That's why I think like this, the difference with this Purdue team compared to like others, like, oh, they're known for kind of like not doing well in the tournament, kind of choking... But this team is just different because they literally have a guy down low that is so unguardable. Yeah. And, like, also it's, like, offensive ratings for, like, players. Like, 120 is, like, a good offensive rating you want in a game. That's, like, pretty good. It's not, like, the best, but it's, like, really good. Yeah. They have Edie's offense ratings, 126. Uh, Fletcher Lawyers is 114. Braden Smith, 122. Caleb First, 124. Mason Gillis, 124. Four guys in the top 70. Which is top 100, like 70, top 100. 70 sounds like a lot. Like 100 sounds like a lot, top but you got to think about how many players are in college basketball. Yeah. 
And plus, some of those people who are playing in like the Mac, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're super good. It's just people don't watch because they play on Sundays and like Wednesday, and <laughs> yeah. like Friday. It's like weird. Big Ten is mm-hmm. weird. All right, so I think we're getting into like this next tier here, where these teams are like going to get more flawed as we go. But let's start off with Kansas. So obviously, they had like their hiccups on offense outside of. Um, Grady Dick and um, Jalen Wilson, then it's just that if they can get, God damn it, what's his fucking name from Texas Tech? Oh, McCuller. Like when McCuller's on, when KJ Adams is on, then you just have Devin Harris doing his thing. They're not very deep, but that starting five is so fucking good. Like we've seen it all year when Kansas has their starting five going. And it, I would say it's better than like other starting fives too, like where we have teams similar to they uh, to what they are like they have pretty much their five guys and they're just better than your whoever you put out on the court but um yeah i mean i think kansas is fucking awesome are they last year's team probably not but um yeah they're still really fucking good yeah i mean they're gonna be good they got the experience they got coaching experience i just i know it's like a guard league to like to win it or like the but at the same time, you need you still need that little presence inside, and I just don't think they have it. I KJ Adams is good; he's fine. But you, you say you say it all the time you can be the most athletic person in the world, but if you at a, at some point size is size. Like, yeah, you, what is your athleticism? Because you, know, you can do against Zach. Yeah, like like when you're when, when you're getting, when, when when you're getting back down, what is like athleticism doesn't do anything when you're getting back down because you can't spring up and block a shot. Like that's just not how it works. So. I think that's going to be their kryptonite is that inside game is just, I don't uh, think. I mean, outside of that though, Kansas still does play really good defense. Yeah, so. they, exactly. Yeah. They, they defend well and they can get it going on offense. They, I mean, their set plays are just like awesome. Like Bill Self just, does, they only run like set plays all the time. And it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. The set plays they run are phenomenal. Yeah. And especially when you're getting Jalen Wilson open, he can score from all levels and all aspects of the floor. He doesn't matter if it's three pull up fadeaways. Like he posts up fades, he can hit it all. It just, I like, I like March Madness is one where I actually follow like trends and like statistics of past years. And the team that wins it all either wins it all again or something, or it's like they literally lose within the first two rounds. Yeah. I mean, and it's like with 80% of them lose in the next two rounds. So like it's like the only exception is like, Villanova's little run, they would always get to. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like 90%. They either like get back to the finals or it's like, I think it's like final four or it's second round exit. It's it's like you're either all the way there or you're not even close. Because yeah, Baylor could, last year, I could be I could be wrong, but I think I think Villanova just was always when that there's like yeah there's certain there's certain things that are like because Villanova yeah, went back to back, didn't they? No. So no, they obviously they final four last year. The year before that, they lost week sixteen to Baylor, which was a great. They were beating them, I think. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was actually game. just like eight point game. It was the closest game Baylor had. Yeah, they just they just uh, yeah, that's like the exception. Right. But we're not talking about Villanova right now. But I know what you yeah. mean. Uh, next Tennessee, Tennessee. I mean, other than I guess, coin takes that uh, Houston's best defense team in the nation. You could obviously make a really good um, argument for Tennessee being the best team in the nation. It's just the obvious defense. glaring thing is their offense, and when their offense isn't clicking, Nate can lose to teams like fucking Vanderbilt or Missouri at the buzzer like they have. And um, 
I mean, yeah, that's pretty much a sum up other team. This defense is going to show up. I mean, even uh, Auburn game, they win 46 to 43, easily could have lost that game. It's like frustrating of late how they're playing on offense. But I mean, let's just say their offense clicking like it has a couple times this season. They're, I mean, like the best team in the country. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. The, I just, I, th- I can see them being disappointed again, like an early exit disappointment. Because they're going to have, they have games where they play bad teams, they just slip up. Like Florida, Vanderbilt, Colorado. It's just and like even Kentucky at home, like that they shouldn't have lost that one. They, they just lose to bad bad teams. And I I mean upsets happen, but not like this bad upsets. Like Vandy's bad. Florida's like not very good. Colorado's not good. Kentucky, I mean, it's not terrible, but you're home, so I don't like Tennessee. I I said I still believe it. They they have they have the potential to be the best team in the country, like Joey said. If they can score the dang ball and play, not even score the ball, just play good on offense. But you're not going to get that on for six games in a row and win the tournament. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. The only way I explained was like when they're at their best. I think they're can beat. They they can literally beat. Obviously, like you said about a lot of teams, but I think Tennessee, especially, if they're at their best, they can win it all. But with the losses they've had recently and I mean, you lose, you drop two straight. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard to believe in them right now. And like I, that Auburn win, you went forty six to forty three. Yeah, like, I, great defense. At the same time, your offense has got to fucking score some points because a lot of these games they're only scoring sixty. I guess some there's a lot of them in your like seventies and stuff. But yeah, you know, like I trust, I take their off like their defense. Houston and them defensively is probably like the same. You can make, you can go either way. But I take Tennessee's offense like at their peak, but easily. I like they're they're they have a better offense. It's just it just doesn't show up all the time. Definitely. Uh, the next team, let's go with UCLA. So they have four losses right now: Illinois and Baylor at the beginning of the year, then Arizona and USC in conference play. I mean, they're just. I think. I guess for me anyway, probably because they're West Coast team just silently being just a fucking great basketball team. But their defense being third in the nation. Jalen Clark, he can put anybody in a box. But, um, was, oh, yeah, I mean, they have a bunch of guys who were on that like UCLA run with Tiger Campbell, Hami Haquez, and then Adam Bona being a fr- – or yeah, he's a freshman, right? Mm-hmm. And then Amari Bailey, who – didn't he just have a big game? That's all, I think so, but – I mean, yeah, they have a lot of talent. They have experience, and I don't like Mick Cronin, but I mean, he—he's a good coach. Yeah, so. he found his place because, and th- they weren't that year. They got to the Final Four. It wasn't like a fraud because last year they went to the Sweet Sixteen and gave North Carolina a game. Like, easily could have beat them. Caleb Love just hit some big shots. So this team is like no joke, and it's the same team. They just lost Juzang, which obviously is a pretty big loss, but. They got everything they need. They they defend really well. They, I love it. UCLA, absolutely love them. No, I the moment I liked them was when they played Arizona that close. Like the way they played against Arizona, they lost and they, they shut them down. Like, I had like no confidence really or care for UCLA. I'm like they're overrated. They're running through the Pac-12. But when they played Arizona, you hold Arizona to 58 points. They immediately were like. They were in my top five defensive list, like just because of that. They're one of the most underrated defensive teams, 
by far in the entire country. Oh my god! Look, yeah, at, their, look at their scores. At. It's crazy. They're just not like not like a flashy defense where they just get a bunch of turnovers and stuff. They just defend the shit out of you. Defend, yeah, just defend like, the shit out of you, and make make you take tough shots. Because look at their scores. No one scores over six over seventy. Mm-hmm. It's like you but, can't even get to sixty on them a lot of the time. If I had to rank it, I'm going Houston, Iowa State, Tennessee, and then UCLA on defense. I just, I, it's just everyone. All everyone talks about is Iowa State, Houston, Tennessee defense, but like UCLA is really, really, really good. We just don't watch them play. It's, just, it's that, it's that West Coast, um, thing like where they just play so late and people don't see them, and but they're yeah. so goddamn good. Like watch them play defense. It just seems like it's hard. It seems almost like I don't know. Remember Texas last year when they're on offense, how congested everything was. You're like what this? They're not. They're never going to score. That's how it feels. Is like when UCLA, whoever team UCLA plays against, is just everything's just congested and you can't get around your guy. They just on ball defense is on point. Yeah, like they don't force turnovers necessarily a ton, but they're just all in your grill and just make you take tough shots and make you work for every point. Yeah, but I think, like, Tennessee, like, in my eyes, Houston's number one, and I think Tennessee, Iowa State, and UCLA are, like, you can kind of interchange them. But I, I put UCLA back, obviously, what they did against Arizona, but then I put it back because Iowa State goes goes at teams every night they against just, Big 12. The thing, is they, the thing is with those teams is just they just try to out physical, like, they just try to be more physical. Houston, that's all Houston does. And same if as Houston State, has reps, they lose. They just try to, like, get in your – but – yeah, I you it's a different kind of defense. They just get after it. And uh, lock, get down and guard. Uh Virginia, another four-loss ball club. I mean, their losses are Houston, Miami, Pitt and Pitt. So, I mean, Pitt at home is a fucking wagon and then Virginia Tech and and Virginia Tech. So, I mean, another really good ball club. They they're 20 or 25th in offense, 22nd in defense. When we've said this all year. I mean, if you've been listening to us, when Virginia makes other teams play Virginia basketball, it's, I mean, Virginia's going to fucking win. I, they have experience. They have one of the best coaches in college basketball. Um, I, I love Virginia, I think, more than you guys do. The ACC is obviously not what it should be, but I think they're by far the best team in the ACC. Yeah, I, yeah, but they probably are. I, yeah, I'm not a huge on Virginia. I just don't think they, they just their defense is good, but it's not like great. They just I don't know how to explain it, Virginia. I don't know. I they don't, I don't like their offense at all. They just don't have any like scores. Like Ron Franklin is like they're be- like but he's not even that good of a scorer at times. Like Beekman gets all Beekman's not a great scorer. He gets all his off like defensive play like stuff like that. And I never was really a great a big Kihei Clark guy. I I don't see where they find the consistency on offense. And defensively, they've been exposed like a decent amount of times this year. Yeah, it's like obviously Gardner is like their leading scorer or whatever, but That's what I don't think they have. Or he's like their leading possessions. They use yeah, him the sorry. most. Amon Franklin's their lead. Yeah, but they like you. Oh, fuck, we just lost coin. We'll be right back. Sorry. Oh. All right, so yeah, um, like what's his name? Armand Franklin's like the leading scorer. But, like, I still don't consider him, like, number one option on the team. Right. Like you said, Beekman. I still think Beekman's, like, the most under, one of the most underrated players. But at the same time, I don't think they have, like, an elite score. 
defense, obviously, make them play your game, yeah, they'll be fine. But it's hard to it's hard to make some teams play the way like Virginia, like if Arizona plays them. I don't know if you can like obviously they're not like UCLA did it, but UCLA is, plays them every single year, so it's it's easier for them to do it. But I don't know if Virginia can make like an Arizona and Alabama. Like I don't think they could slow them down. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're. De- like if they if they play teams that can get out and run, I just I think they just get exposed. Hello, uh, speedball teams that can get out and run. Arizona, best uh, front court in college basketball right now. I mean they have they have their starting five. It's pretty much it. But obviously during tournament times, benches shrink, lineups shrink, whatever, and. They just have studs fucking everywhere. I mean, they have an insanely talented starting five. Outside of, like, maybe Pele Larson has a couple, or, I mean, I, I guess a lot of just, like, disappointing performances. Then it, it also depends on what you get out of Kirk Carissa. But, I mean, that front court is just unstoppable. Yeah, and, like, and Ballas really brought it down from the start of the year. He was probably the best player in the country the in like those tournaments early in the year. And now he's really, really came down to earth. And that's kind of big, but yeah, they just worry me with defense and like losing to these bad teams. Like they can give up points pretty easily at any time. And it's just like over. Cause like they, that Utah game, I mean, I know it was a long time ago, but they just, they couldn't stop. And it was like, and they, and they, if they're not hitting their shots, it's like, it's done. Yeah. I just, I'll never trust a team that doesn't have a good defense. They they have no good – like, their their losses are bad. Like, Utah, Washington State, I mean, Oregon's not terrible. And then Stanford, like, you got to be – you're kidding me. All these teams are – those teams are terrible. You can do it once or twice. Don't do it four times. Yeah, you're only four losses. Uh, The next team we have, Texas. Texas right now – are they still first, I guess, with their loss today? They no. might be tied because it's really close race. But anyway, Texas, I'm not like I obviously am a Texas fan, but I don't think Texas is that good. They're I just think they're too inconsistent just all across the board. I they play decently on both sides of the court, but I don't think it's like elite or like they don't do anything like better than like other teams. I don't feel like I, I don't know. I just don't have the most confident. They have great wins, don't get me wrong. They're Playing, I think above expectations. Well, Chris Beard, obviously, but I don't know. I just don't have that much faith in them. Like going moving forward. Yeah, Baylor's right now back in first, but same record as Texas. Um, I I like Texas. Just I know benches like the thing with benches strength, but that's for like teams that don't have bench. Like these guys have a like the best bench in the entire country. Right. Yeah. You, I you have a that up, yeah. you have a starter. He's your six man. Like he's a starter on any team. People wanted him to start now, but it's like, why would you? Why would you ruin that dynamic? Like, they wanted to start over like Tyrese Hunter, but I mean, Tyrese Hunter does does what he needs to do. I mean, he's not playing. He's not having a great year, but I mean, I like Texas a lot just because of that sense. I think they can. They, they can defend and they can score now this year, and they got the bench. They 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 they, they do so many different lineups. Like I said earlier, they can. Their bench, they can bring them in, and like you don't miss a beat. Yeah, they're not different looks but, yeah. you get. They're just the same team, which just whole game. Yeah, counteract that. You'd be like, okay, they're easy to scout. 
because like, oh, this guy comes in, it's the same shit. It's not like they're going to run multiple stuff, like but depending on the good. group that's in. But they do, yeah, they just do a good job. I I, I like Texas. It's a team I don't want to like, but like they've proved me wrong so many times. I feel like, yeah, they still just, get those games where they just like, like tonight. But I mean, yeah. Texas Tech's playing pretty good like lately, so. That was I. I don't. I. I don't think that's even like a bad law. I think I yeah, kind of. Pretty ex- easily I won it at the end. Mm-hmm. And Texas Tech has been playing actually pretty good, like the last like week or two. Yeah. So I mean, let's just talk about Baylor then. You talk about their front court getting JTT back, like we alluded to earlier. Then obviously having Scott Drew as your coach, Baylor can easily be having a really long run of the tournament. I think. Yeah, you guys fucking love Baylor. Um I mean, I don't know even what know much more to say, but Baylor, I hardly know her. Yeah, no, I love, 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 love. I'm falling in love with Baylor again. I mean, that, just because of that that backcourt, and you have two. I guess Cryer doesn't really have much experience, but um, Flagler's been there for bad and good, so he can kind of take Keontae and Cryer under their wing. Like Jalen Bridges has been around the league, like the NCAA. Like he's been ever. So I. They get JCT back. He was a huge part of their national championship run they had. So I I love them because their their guards are so so good. And then you just obviously those bigs like we said like you don't have big like good play with them, but they're big guys and they play really good defense. So JTT's not a great like offensive player, but he can catch lobs and like be down in the presence, get offensive rebounds, like stuff like that. I, I just love them, and they they can switch those two in and out. You have two six ten guys that you can just switch in and out with each other. I fucking love Baylor. I bet eleven of their last thirteen spreads. I am obsessed with them mainly because of Keontae George. Die for Daddy, baby. Like Keontae George, I if it was like he, I love him. I have. Emotional connection to him. I text him before every game. We talk about the game, the, everything. We, we get scouting report down. I help okay. him out with it. Um, Flagler, he was there when I picked him. I love that team. I love Scott Drew. Helped like Cryer as their third option usually. Like okay, and then now that you get like the big guys back, their role players do their job. They have like decent sized role play. Like all the role players are like six five, six eight kind of guys that can kind of do a little bit of like the things that the guards don't want to do because the guards are there to score the ball. And when you have Flagger shooting 41, Pryor shooting 42, Keontae George, who is actually a phenomenal passer in my opinion. Like if Flagger or Cryer or Keontae George have a three on the wing, it, it's going in. Every time I watch, it's mainly Flagler. Flagler wing three, it's automatic almost. They are number one in offense now in Ken Palm. I fucking, yeah. God, I, I, do, I do weird things at night watching Baylor. <laughs> All right, that was my uh, top ten. Uh, I know you guys got some teams you want to make a point for. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll go. I'll start it off. Like Creighton, and we talked about them. Oh, I, yeah. I think they can easily make a run in the tournament, but they're gonna like they're climbing. They're like a they're like twenty right now or something in the ranking, twenty three or something like that. Like they're climbing back into the ranks, just like out of nowhere. Everyone thought they were dead. We kind of thought they were dead. I thought they sucked. They're good. They're really good. And I can trust them because I don't know why I can trust them. I just think I can. Like, oh, probably because, like, like last year, they 
they almost they could have beat Gonzaga in that in the um, second round game. They played Gonzaga, right? Yeah, yeah. At the top of the bracket, right? Or maybe not. I that was know. two years ago, I think. I can't remember. They were an eight nine seed, and they played a one seed, and I was like, I had to be Gonzaga. I've no. I've no. It was <gasps> Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they played them tough. I maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, Yeah, so I think they 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 get that dynamic back. You add Charbin, who is like he can hit, and every shot he shoots, it's like he can shoot from the half court line. It's like that's going. You think it's going in? That's, yeah, that's no, like he has theory. the most confidence like I've ever seen a player. And just, when you give him the green light, they I, I just love them. They play good. They play good like defense too and offense. I absolutely love Creighton. I think they're back to like their Maui Creighton team. It's a great take. Um, I don't know. Was that the only other one that I had in there in mine? I think so. Logan, you had a, no. I think you got them all too. So uh, Kansas. Well, State. mine was kind of like TCU and Kansas State. Okay, so how I kind of want to like just kind of go through these quicker. Yeah. So. For my pretenders, I had Iowa State, Texas, and Gonzaga. I just don't believe. I like those Gonzaga. Teams. I like. Uh, I mean, I don't think Texas is, but they definitely. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they lost first round. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but they make a run. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I thought they like weren't. I don't know. I thought they were overrated. I just think they're pretty good. Uh, then my teams are like, oh shit, maybe you know, they're maybe not even like a maybe, but like a team that could like make. Maybe make the final, nah, or you know, it's not a really deep run, and you wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Marquette, Kansas State, Xavier, St. Mary's, and UConn. I think that all these teams, they do like they have like their niche thing. They do it really fucking well, and it's just a matter of if it'll work in the tournament. Right, and like yeah, you, like you said, you wouldn't be surprised if they make a run yeah. at all. And those are like teams that like, I think are going to be safe to at least get to. At least win the first game. I don't know. I can't see like get them mean, getting yeah. like beat, especially like a St. Mary's. I they're gonna win. Like, like these teams said, are gonna win, and then they might make they make a Sweet Sixteen, and then the be a good season. Like I, I always said, they have like their niche things like that they're good at. I mean, and they know they it. Like they know up, the identity they have. Unless they is, get like matched up against team was just right. like a you know opposite or something like that. But um, I have a tier that says if they hit their shots, they'll be. They'll they'll be fucking just unbeatable. Uh, I have Missouri, Miami, Creighton, Iowa, Penn State, North Carolina State. They have a pretty fucking good offense. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, which their offense playing unreal this year. Uh, Oregon, Toledo, and Utah State. North Carolina, <laughs> Toledo is just the thing they just can't defend. No, no. at all. <laughs> no team to watch out for. Kent State. Yeah, did you say that? They're good. Uh, they are good. Yeah, watch out for them. Um, but who's the first team you said? Missouri. Missouri and Miami. Two offense, especially Miami. I think Miami last year made the Elite Eight. They could easily make it back again. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. And because they, they didn't have a good defense last year. Like, they know they don't. They know, <clears> like, they have, like, they can defend kind of, but they just don't. Like, I don't know. It's, like, weird. They're not one of those teams where, like, scratch them. They can't play defense. They're not going to be good in the tournament. But. And then Missouri, I mean, they get the right matchups. Like, if they get a good, like, little run, like, teams-wise, like, matchup-wise, don't be surprised if they make a little run. But also, they run into, like, a buzzsaw against their kind of style right away. They could be out right away. Yeah. Easily. 
like to a mid-major team? Uh, my deep sleepers have Arkansas, TCU, San Diego State, uh, Illinois, Michigan State, and Villanova. Dude, Villanova, don't let Villanova get in the tournament. Yeah, no. <laughs> do not let them. Do not let the. Do not let us win the Big East. If they get in, if they get in, Sweet Sixteen for me, baby. Do not let them win the Big East. That's all I'm gonna say. All these teams I just listed off, they have a shit ton of talent, but I mean everything. When's every, it good? All of them have all their own. All they all have like their own circumstances that they're going through right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I mean if they could just figure it out before tournament time. If Ar- if Arkansas gets a road where it's like. I don't know what what's Arkansas. At? Do we know like what kind of what their th- bracketology is right now? Yeah, I have no idea. Because I'm thinking, I'm gonna look it up, Logan. You can kind of talk quick. Oh, I was gonna look it up. Let you talk. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. Actually, I kind of want to see that thing. But I'm saying like, if they run into a team that can play defense, they're losing right away. Like Arkansas. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. will lose first round, second round, no matter what. If they play a team that can defend, because they can't do anything against good defense teams. But if they play a team that can't defend, they can run with anybody and just beat beat you off that. So right now, West Virginia, they'd beat West Virginia because West Virginia thinks they can play defense, but I don't think they can. Then they try to. Their offense is like what is just. I just I, I don't think West Virginia's good at all. It's basically right. I mean, I, I know you hate them, but I but don't then know if it's. Then they run into like Houston, so they'd be screwed. Yeah, but I'm saying like Arkansas right now is eight nine. Okay, if they can get eight nine and they play like a team like those West Virginias, like a like a I don't know, NC State, Pitt, Northwestern, like team like that, and then round two, they get like uh, Arizona. They apparently they're one right now or something like that, where teams just can't play defense. They can make it to the Elite Eight, Final Four if they get the right path of. Just teams that, because when Arkansas plays a team that's not a good defense, they look like a top ten team. It's been like that all year. Now Nick Smith's starting to play again. He played like seventeen minutes last game, so I think they could be a sleeper in Villanova. Obviously, don't let them get in. And who are some other ones that you said? Uh, yeah, San Diego State. Quick, yeah. Um, then TCU, they're healthy. You're right, I mean, TCU healthy. Like they what they almost did last year. Uh, in Illinois, they have a ton of experience and talent. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. Michigan State, it's Izzo's month. And then, yeah, Villanova, as we said. So funny because it's, like, not Izzo's month. But yeah, we, Like you say it. But, uh, Big Forest. But the, yeah, the thing is, though, you know, <laughs> if, if, if Michigan State gets in, it's always like, oh, yeah, oh I don't know. I don't know. Don't let Syracuse win um, the tournament. Don't, don't let Please, Syracuse win. because I don't want to fucking hear it. Every year they're in. Oh, three, oh two, three two, three zone. And it's like. Boston College. Boston College not getting yeah, in. You don't want to play um, BC, yeah. But yeah, I, know, I think San Diego State's a good one too because they defend. They they're like a really good team. But and I think any team in the Mountain West could just. I mean, I'm probably the biggest Mountain West fan out there. But I'm saying I think any team gets in. Watch out for that conference. But yeah, I think I think you kind of hit it on that. Then uh, my last year um, dog shit teams. We have Kentucky Duke dog, dog shit, but like we're still talking tournament. So this is gonna be funny. Kind of, yeah, I, because like we're not obviously you probably put some down, like but I'm Louisville, saying Louisville, Georgetown, we know those. Florida but State, yeah, try to do it. Name the ones that are like I'll try. Could Kentucky, make tournament. can Duke. Yeah, just because like oh, yeah, if they win there, yeah, we don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about dog yeah. shit teams right, right, because right. who cares about like Louisville right now? Uh, Michigan, yep, Ohio State and yep. USC. <laughs> Dude, it's it. It's like the thing with Michigan and Ohio State is like 
every time you see him play, it's like they could win against anybody. You think that. And then it comes down to brass tacks. There's not a good team. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't help that Ohio State got cursed by a ginger, aka me. you. Mer- you ruined. Them. I ruined. Them. Absolutely ruined. You know, them. you have no idea how much I fucking love that. That I just completely sunk all the air out of their tires this season. Oh my gosh! Do you remember is- what game it was that I said, "Nope, I'm done with it." Was it Indiana? I can't remember. I think so. I think Indiana's a team where you can put in that category of, like, they could make a run. I really do, as much as I don't really like Indiana. Michigan, I'm trying to look. I'm going back to their scores. You know how many, like, close, like, down to, like, the last, like, couple shots they've had? And they just can't close out a game. Because they – Indiana game is a perfect example. Back and forth game. It was 62-61, I think, or 60-61, something like that. They're down one. Four possessions in a row. Couldn't make a shot. Couldn't – no one could make the big shot. Indiana goes down, misses. Couldn't make a big shot. They just couldn't get over the hump of down one. It was, like, stupid. Like, good teams, tournament teams could find a way to win that game at home when you're winning all goddamn game. It's like, they're just not good. Those Like, all the teams you said, they could make a late run, like Duke and stuff, but they pretty much have to win that tournament, I feel like. Yeah. I'm trying to like, think of other teams like yeah. I'm rolling off the dome. through Ken Palm right now. Just, Rutgers is Rutgers in the tournament's not. I put good. them. I put them. I put Rutgers on my uh, uh, frauds category, but I just didn't bring them up because I'm like yeah, it's fucking Rutgers. So I'm actually gonna go through uh, the bracketology, see like what teams in there. I Pitt is not. I don't think Pitt if they get. Well, in the they're not gonna be able to I, play at home. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Put too much um, on Pitt. I, no. Auburn could be like one of them teams. I don't know. Muck it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like like, like sleeper. Like Florida Atlantic has a nine, but I don't think so. No. No. VCU at twelve could be pretty scary. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that's a twelve five game too. Oh, there's nothing like Virginia Commonwealth in a twelve five game. <laughs> Death, Death taxes Colgate's in the tournament. They're always don't sleep on Aurora Roberts and What's a tournament without saying oh toothpaste? No, Logan, that was a good one. Or Roberts, do not let them get it. They're gonna get in because they're gonna dominate their. They're actually good. Max Amos made my uh, new All Joey team. They got them as five twelve against Indiana. Oh, that would be a fun bet. Yeah. <laughs> we would just we would, would eat that up. I would I would have no other choice but to just go. Just capitalize all over that. Drake would be is going to be a scary team to get in because uh, a majority of the time I think this could be a hot take. I think a majority of the teams that they would play as like a thirteen, they're thirteen right now, thirteen to four. He'd be the best. They'd have the best player on the floor. Holy shit! With Devries, what are he's, those actually, he's that great good. Point. What? What are the four seats? So right now they're playing in Zaga, so obviously he wouldn't be, but oh, he'd be yeah. a, he'd be second. Um, that was off the top of my head, so I have no clue if that's even going to be a remotely Xavier Marquette, UConn. Xavier, I mean, Xavier, they, Xavier, I don't know if they have like a true one guy, honestly. No, no, no. So I, I, I think DeVries could go into like a program like Xavier and be the guy. And then you said, look, what was the other one? Nah, I don't think so. Marquette, Marquette he'd be, I think he'd be the best player, Marquette. Yeah. And UConn would be probably tough, but UConn scoring wise, he'd be the best scorer on UConn. Yeah. He just yeah. wouldn't be the best player. I and then like round two, you they'd play a five or twelve, and he could be right back in that situation where he's a top two player on the court. I think they could be sneaky. I'm just saying. 
Penn State uh, to 12. I'll see you in the Sweet 16. Obviously, what'd you say, Logan? Penn State to 12, and I'll see him in the Sweet 16. Here's a team you don't want to see in the tournament. Mississippi State. Oh, Rossine said it perfectly. Yeah, you do. They, you, no, it's, so, it, it's, it's true. Rossine, you, you do not. Rossine goes, have you ever had a root canal without Novocaine? That's what it's like playing against Mississippi State. They, would, they are, though, because they would just – if they play teams that don't see pressure like that, oh my God, they could be in for rude awakening. Uh, Logan, this one's for you, Princeton. Here we go. Oh, dude, you never bet against the Ivy League. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God, uh, Joey. Hates I got. That. I got another one. What do you think about Joey's? An, Joey's an idiot. Memphis. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean Kendrick Davis gets going. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. Kendrick Davis, he would. He, like, would be to remind me, uh, obviously he doesn't play like John Morant, but, like, one of them guys where it's literally this team has one player on their team, and he just yep. fucking goes off. That's an that's example, though. <coughs> if, if you are a team that's, like, an underdog seed, and you know going into the game you have a chance of having the best player on the floor, you have a chance to win. And that's exactly what Memphis could be, damn near all tournament. Um, if they don't run into, obviously, one of those big teams, but they could have the best player on the floor all the way to the Sweet 16. Texas A&M, they're going to be put in a spot where they're going to be playing a team that I really like in the tournament, and they're going to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, because yeah. they're they're probably the most underrated team in college basketball that no one just no one talks about. Texas A&M. Uh, this would be fun. They got my blood team. You brought her. How is Nebraska not in? Nebraska's they have a losing record, I think. Yeah, but if they're home favorite. Yeah, not, never mind. Uh, Maryland. Are they gonna I, get in? I, I fucking hate Maryland. I don't know. They're at seventeen eight. I don't know. I don't see. Oh yeah, they, they, they have, have a seven. Nevada, yeah. Nevada. They put. They got them play Nevada right now. Nevada would smoke them. Yeah, Nevada, that'd be awesome. Nevada is on a heater right now. I think they just beat. They beat New Mexico twice this year and San Diego State like recently. Nevada's hot. That's uh, a weird question. That's a weird question. Yeah. If a two seed were to lose, like Kentucky did last year, which two seed do you think it would be? As of right now? Yeah, and right now it's UCLA, Kansas, Texas, Tennessee. UCLA, Kansas, Texas, Texas. Texas or Tennessee. Texas and Tennessee are the prototypical first. Listen, right now, it's going to happen to me back-to-back years. It's going. If Texas ends the year as a two seed, please, please bet. On whoever the fuck they're playing. See, that's you know, damn the, the, it's a situation where you like you It'll look, probably be you Kentucky look, beating. No, them this too. is a situation where you look who they would play. So, like, let's say Texas right now. You think San Diego State is, would beat Texas anyways? You might as well take the upset right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, oh, they're gonna lose sec- next round, so I'm just gonna take the upset, get a leg out. But but Tennessee, and, Tennessee, and Texas, two two seeds that are historically like recent, like known for losing these games. And they're both two seeds this year. I did it last year. Look, I took Murray State to beat Kentucky. Murray St. Oh, like in the second round? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, did. I took Murray but State see, second yeah. round. That did, had, didn't go with the logic you had. I just right, hated right. That That's not the situation where you're like, Kentucky, St. Peter's, come on. I mean, that's not the same thing at all. But yeah. No, it's not the same thing. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I, I, did, I did it last year without knowing I did that. Oh, no. So, no, that's Southern Southern, is Southern Missouri or Southern Mississippi? Southern Missouri. It's, I think it's pretty good, but I don't know what conference they're in. Dude, I'm, North Carolina, though, if they get in right now, they'll be playing oh Illinois God, and then Kansas State. Those are 
Illinois is a team first round. I mean, I don't know. It's and that first round team they're playing, Lucas, North Carolina or A and M. And the crazy thing is, we're talking about all this right now, and probably none of it'll happen. Everything's gonna no, be mixed out. We have so much. Time. We have four so weeks much. of anarchy left, guys. And conference tournaments. Morehead. Yeah, Morehead State, sixteen seed. <laughs> Morehead. Could you imagine a world where it's uh, was he gonna say, fuck like Villanova wins the tournament. Um, I'm trying to think like teams that aren't in the tournament that like could be scary. Big Ten, you get like know, Penn State if they get hot. Penn State gets wins their tournament, they get in like easily. Georgetown. Villanova would have been um please even like even like a Texas Tech I mean I don't know probably not I mean the Big 12 uh, SEC would be I don't know they're they're either good or bad Nebraska or you're bad Uh, Missouri Missouri's gonna be in though I'm saying like a team that's not in and then they win their tournament that could be scary okay yeah yeah like a a Villanova and a Penn State like stuff like that is like watch out if those teams Make a run and get in the tournament. Well, okay. Do we got anything left? I don't think oh, so. Oh, are we doing our final four? Oh, yeah, yeah. Final four as of right oh, shit. now. I think I can go first. Okay. This is without seeding. I'm going to go UCLA. Uh, Alabama, I think it's there. Uh, I need like a sleeper. I shouldn't have went first. I'll go, I'll go first. Someone else. Oh go. yeah, go ahead, coin. Oh, I Houston. Okay, Luke, go. No, I. I never mind. I only had three. Well, I gotta think of my fourth one, so I don't know. Okay, I, said I, only had, I only had three as well. Yeah, that's where I fucked up. I'll try. Joey, go. I'll sh- throw shit at the wall, see if it sticks. <laughs> Alabama, Houston. Well, I was gonna go UCLA, but that's not gonna be fun because Luke has them. Um, Thank you. Well, Thank now, you. now I can't throw shit at the wall. I got mine. Okay. Okay, UCLA. Shit, I just had it. I'm so sorry. UCLA, Alabama, Baylor. You brought her. Um, good one, Joey. And I'm debating between. You gotta throw. You gotta throw it at the wall here. Yeah. I'm debating between Creighton and Miami. I'm gonna go. No, I'm taking Miami. I'm gonna go Creighton. Then. Okay. Can't be too chalk. I'm really gonna mix it up here. I'm gonna go uh, Alabama, Houston, Miami. And Xavier. I like that. I mean, Xavier. I got a confident three, and then. I'll throw I'll throw some shit at the wall for this next one. Okay, do, here. Do I'll go Houston. Time final four. <laughs> go again. Houston, Alabama, Baylor. And since I can't think of another one. And it'd win me a lot of points and probably a bracket. Kent State. Kent State would win you a ton of, ton of. You would, but brackets. you guys are gonna start talking, and then I'm gonna figure out my other one. If and, Kent State makes a Final Four, Logan, will you move us to like California or something? Because that's how much fucking money you'll have. No, not California. Yeah, I don't. I'm thinking either. That's if you like bet on it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go live at like Providence or something. The, the thing is, right now, Logan, their road to get there would be Houston and Baylor. Yeah, and see, that's the part that I couldn't do, you know? Yeah, you're going to, no matter what region they get in, you're going to run into a team that you like, you know? Because I, I, well, I just hope they're not with Houston or Baylor because those are my, I don't know how I'm going to pick that. Throw shit at the wall, hope it sticks. Final four. 
Um, this is so easy. Give me. <laughs> this is actually really hard. Because I don't want to be like too over the top. I don't know. Maybe I, I have maybe mine. I okay. throw my shit at the wall because it's just my maybes list. Uh, Marquette, Kansas State, Xavier, St. Mary's. I was thinking even more, more like farther throwing. <laughs> okay. San Diego State. <laughs> he just shook his head. Back to back to the good old day, <laughs> the good old days when they were wagon. Uh, Malachi Flynn. They would have won it all that year. Um, yeah, okay. I was gonna say Providence. Oh, Arkansas! If they get they get rolling. Arkansas is going to the lead eight. They go every year. Count it. Um, yeah, I'll just do two. Okay. Well, any last words? I'm gonna. Oh, I'm you. gonna leave Kent State in just in case it happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Logan, make a graphic for that. I can't. I can post it right before. Right now, oh yeah, yeah, I can do it. I can do it tomorrow. I gotta do. Will they yeah. just do like, like our face or something, and then four teams. Hey, don't worry, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll, well, I'll this was the locker room, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, and as always, take her easy. Take it hard.